0: Hello everybody and welcome to Tech Talks. Today I have the lovely Amber with me from Love at First Bite. And I'm going to grill Amber in the nicest possible way because I don't know you that well yet. I feel like in the next 20 minutes we might know each other a bit better. So who's Amber? Tell me all about your business in a nutshell.
1: So my name's Amber. Um, I am about to turn 30 this year and I first set up my business Love at First Bite about three years ago. Um, So to begin with I was just doing it on a part-time basis so I had a full-time job as a wedding planner and then when the pandemic hit being a wedding planner was not the same job anymore. (laughs) It became stress level 100 um, and I was doing my cakes on the side so I, I basically started doing it whilst I was furloughed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working from home a couple of days a week and then I was doing the cakes kind of on the side. Um, and during lockdown, because people couldn't go out and they couldn't have parties, they were like, right, we'll, we'll get a cake instead. Mm-hmm. So it it spiralled out of control <laughs> quite fast. Um, and then when I did go back to work as a wedding planner, it because it wasn't the same job anymore mm-hmm. and it was so stressful and rides became very demanding and very stressed because obviously the weddings had been moved two, three, four times. Mm. I was doing a wedding every single day of the week so I just felt like I was a wedding factory and I didn't feel like I was able to give the same kind of energy and effort to to everyone because it was just constant. Um, It was really hard to keep on top of everything. I was driving an hour and a half to work every day to the venue I was based in in Windermere. And it just, it just, I was Too just much. like, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I don't think I can do this anymore. So I was, you know, I was leaving my house at, say, like six in the morning. I wasn't getting back till eight o'clock at night. And then I was doing cakes till two, three in the morning because I'd already started this off now. And I thought, yeah, I, can't keep stop. The momentum yeah. <laughs> um, I thought if I stop now, that's it. So um, I just made the decision to hand my notice in and, and do my business full time. It was a risk. I've never been self-employed before. Um, my parents have a business, so they were obviously able to give me advice. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, so I just kind of went with it. I, one day I woke up and I was like, right, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to have my notice in and I'm just going to see what happens. Because um, I thought it would be very nice to be my own boss. <laughs> and it would be very nice to get some kind of social life back. Yeah. Because I was working every single weekend. Um, I was exhausted. I lost loads of weight because I was just flying around all the time. I was waking up in the middle of the night thinking, what did that bride say? And I just thought... I don't think this is for me anymore.
0: No off button. No. I guess no, it just takes over. Yeah,
1: and I couldn't sleep because I was just like wired all the <laughs> time thinking about everything. So yeah, I just took the leap um, and I decided to go for it. Um, I, like I said, I, I didn't know if it was going to be successful. You don't know when you do something no. like that. You've just got to try it and see what happens. Thankfully, it's gone really well. Mm-hmm um so I've been full-time self-employed for a year and a half now brilliant um and so far so good so I cannot complain
0: awesome and I can vouch that the cakes are good (laughs) because I have sampled them and I didn't pay her to say that no (laughs) so how did you get involved with Teg how did that did you stumble across us did you Did Jenny come and find you? I I
1: stumbled across Jenny. So it was something on Facebook that I saw Mm -hmm. um, about the young entrepreneurs markets that had started up in Whitehaven. Uh, So I think I just dropped her a message on Facebook and then we started emailing. I did my first, I I think I did one of the very first markets Mm. um, and that was in August time. So it was quite a busy time. So it was quite a good time, school holidays and everything.
0: Get the tourists. Yeah,
1: all the tourists, (laughs) all the children um and then the first market i ever did i sold out in you know like i think about two and a half hours which i was not expecting i didn't know how much to make because i just didn't know how it was going to go and i didn't want to have loads of cakes and think what am i going to do with all these (laughs) um so it was yeah it was absolutely amazing um and then after that i continued to do them every single month um and my sellout time was getting shorter and shorter and shorter (laughs) so like there was one time i sold out an hour. It's
0: not a bad problem to have No, it's not a bad problem, but then
1: you think, oh, I should have made more, but then you think, what if I make more and I don't sell it all? So you've just got kind of got to gauge it just right. Uh, So now I kind of know how much. I was just gonna ask you, do you think
0: you've learned over that time now? Yeah, I've
1: definitely learned like how much to make. Mm -hmm. And so I set myself like a target of obviously money. How much money do I want to make today? So I make enough to cover that and obviously just hope that it all goes.
0: Because there's no winning formula, is there?
1: There isn't, no.
0: People say to me, how do you do it? How much money do you make at this show? And how do you do it? And how do you keep doing it? And I'm like, if I had the winning formula, I I wouldn't need to do a show because I'd be rich. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't be here right now. (laughs) No. No, no, and it's
0: like, which show do you do and how do you know this and how do you know that? I so you've just got to have a go yeah, and try just it. Yeah, you try it and see what mm-hmm. happens.
1: I mean, there has been times where it's been a slower day. So if it's absolutely, you know, pouring it mm-hmm. down, there's not as much footfall. So, you know, you've not got as many people coming out to the shops because they don't want to get wet. No. So, you know, on days like that, it can be slower. But I find if I, you know, push it on my social media pages and just keep, like, plugging it and plugging it, obviously, word gets round and you do get a lot of repeat customers mm-hmm. coming back to you from that. So... And with with the older generation, you know, there's quite a lot of people that aren't on social media who yeah. still do come out into the town for the shopping. Um, so I've got a lot of customers in that sense who wouldn't necessarily have known about me otherwise, um, because they're not they're not on. You know, well, that's the, the joy of
0: of face to face and the markets, isn't it? Because we've we've spoke before and like umpteen people who in business, not everybody's on social media. We take yeah. it for granted. We automatically think everybody's on Facebook, everybody's yeah. on Instagram. And I still believe, especially where we're from and where we're based, that yeah. whole community aspect, face to face, word of yeah. mouth, mm-hmm. you can't put a price on it. Yeah. And it's what kind of makes the the wheels go around. Yeah,
1: and I've always had such, like, a people-facing career. Obviously, being a wedding planner, it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of standing up in front of people. So it's nice to just have that interaction rather than just being, like, in my kitchen all the time, just me making cakes all day. So it's nice to get out and actually speak to people.
0: I touched on this uh, subject with um, Kate, another guest from a previous episode, about... People don't talk about how isolating self-employment mm-hmm. can be because yeah. like you, I'm in the studio all day, mm-hmm. you're in the kitchen and you're just yeah. like, maybe the only person you've spoken to is the dog, yeah. the mixer, the <laughs> bag of flour yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's important that we, and I think it, there is that strong community with mm-hmm. taking the markets that we get out and we talk to people yeah. and things like that. So... Have you had to diversify your business in any way? Have you just stuck to markets or have you done anything different?
1: So I started off, tray bakes were always my favourite thing to do. Um, So when I was at university, um, whenever there was like an event on, I'd just, for the fun of it, make some cakes and just, Mm -hmm. you know, sell a few. Not making really any money from it, just because I enjoyed doing it. Um, So I started off basically just offering tray bakes and then I thought, right, I need something else now. Once <laughs> I kind of, you know, mastered my recipes. Um, so then I went on to the cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And because I already had my foot in the door with the wedding industry, I thought, right, I'm going to give wedding cakes a go. Now, they are stressful. Yeah. And it is hard. <laughs> um, and they've got to be perfect. And if they're not, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um <laughs> stress, stress. So it is stressful, but it's nowhere near as stressful as actually running and planning a wedding.
0: I guess you're more in control, aren't you? Yeah. And you yeah. can... I suppose that's where your talent of the, the communication side of it is you can coax a bride or yeah. groom or whatever into, well, do you think this might be more appropriate yeah. type thing? And I think it's easier for I've, you. I've got
1: the wedding knowledge. Yeah. I know how the day runs and all like timings and all that kind of thing. So I get a lot of um wedding cake orders from the venue that I was based in so mm. I'm listed as like their preferred supplier oh that's
0: now. good yeah um
1: so I know the venue inside out I know the timings of the day so it's less stress for the couple because they don't have to pest me what time you bring it I just know what time yeah it's you can already there, yeah?
0: pre-empt and I can tell just walk them.
1: in the kitchen and put it in the fridge like mm. other suppliers can't do that because they don't have that relationship with the venue so that's really nice in that sense um, and a lot of the customers I've got at the moment, I actually initially showed them around the venue because they obviously were planning the wedding yeah. say like three years ago. So I've already built that relationship with them, which makes it a bit easier. They know the person behind the Facebook page, mm. and the Instagram page. They know who they're dealing with. Yeah, and I think that gives people like quite a lot of
0: confidence. A bit as more well. reassurance, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you've heard it here first. If you're having a wedding. <sighs> at a specific venue in Windermere, Amber's your girl for a wedding cake because she knows how to get it done properly, no stress. Um, so do you do you work with any other businesses or do you aspire to work with any other businesses or companies like that with your product?
1: So from the help of, of TEG, um, I had the opportunity to do um, basically a talk, a, an event at Energis mm-hmm. um, last year. And um, so basically I stood up in front of like the auditorium and I just spoke about my business and we did a bit of a Q&A so people from the audience could ask me questions and stuff. There was a lot of different businesses there so it was obviously a great kind of free marketing platform yeah. for me. Um, and I had a stall in the in the like entrance area yeah. um, so where people afterwards could come and come and buy my cakes as well. Off the back of that, I actually managed to become the supplier for Energist.
0: So oh, wow, now that's brilliant. I supply brilliant.
1: all of their cakes, so I do all the tray bakes for the cafe. And whenever they've got a big event on, I'll provide all of the desserts. So, for example, last Thursday, I did 300 cheesecakes. Wow.
0: For that's them. a lot of cheesecakes. And it was
1: very hot last week. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard work.
0: Do you have like a mega fridge?
1: I've got about 10 <laughs> fridges now. I keep having to buy more fridges. Um, and I had to kind of make a batch, take them up for them to store because mm. 300 is a lot to store. Yeah. Um, I do have a separate kitchen in my house. So I've got a kitchen and an a cake kitchen and I was spread over <laughs> the mall Um there was cake on every service. next door neighbor excuse yeah. me can I borrow your fridge? I <laughs> fridge um so that was that's the biggest order I've ever done and mm-hmm. obviously I am a one-man band so it is hard work Yep. but I do like the corporate side of um you know the cake business because it's it's consistent yeah so yeah. obviously I've got a mortgage to pay I've got bills to pay it's nice to know that I've got you know, a set amount of money coming in every month because being self-employed, sometimes you don't know what's coming in and out. No, you don't. And every, every <laughs> month's different. Yeah. You'll have really, really busy times and you'll have really quiet times. So I always find, for example, the first week after Christmas, dead because everyone's sick of food. Yeah. The last, thing, the last thing they want is a cake. Everyone's on a diet. So it's, you know, you've got to, so I always try and take on extra work in December to cover to keep January floor to just your January in case. Minute. Yeah. Um, but obviously now I've got a couple of contracts here and there it's it's just nice to know that I've got that consistency so do they
0: order from you like on a weekly basis do they tell you what they want and then yeah
1: so I've got like a set order from Energis every single week um so I deliver to them on a Monday and a Thursday and then on top of that any events that I've got on that's just extra Mm -hmm. so sometimes they'll have like three big events a week uh which is a lot yeah um but I make it work yeah um it it isn't easy it's absolutely not easy and it you're against the clock a lot of the time. Cause if they've got, you know, if they've got served dinner at 7 p.m. and You've it's got to have be there. everything yeah. there, sorted, ready to go. Um, so it's, sometimes it can be a little bit stressful. Um,
0: some good stress? Good stress, in a way. yes,
1: in a way. <laughs> Not when it's 37 degrees in your kitchen, but. No,
0: <laughs> you're literally having a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. So how do you overcome that? So say for instance, and just get on the phone and go, actually we've got an event as well as our regular supply. Mm-hmm. 'Cause I'm thinking that's a lot of cake. Mm-hmm. I bet our viewers and listeners are thinking, how does she manage it all on her own?
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, sometimes I do have to rope my mum in to do yeah. a little bit of boxing <laughs> up. I'm like, right, mum, you do this. Um so that's good that I've you know I've got her available to come and help me. But um, for example, last week she was away, so I was I just had to be super organized. Mm-hmm. I had to manage my time really well, because I had other orders as well. So I had like birthday cakes, wedding cakes. Last week, last week was my busiest week on record ever. Um, and I was kind of thinking to myself, why, why have I done this to myself? <laughs> but um, you've, you've just got to make it work. I've had many, you know, 15 hour days, mm. sometimes even longer. There's been times where I've started at seven in the morning and I've still been there at seven the next morning. But if you've got to get it done, you've got to get it done.
0: And that's where the passion lies, doesn't it? Because we've, we've spoke in other episodes and to other business people about having that drive and determination and passion behind your business. Mm -hmm. And I think I personally believe that without them, I don't think you'd ever get anything off the ground. No, I don't know if you agree or? No,
1: I do completely agree. And it's, I think a lot of people say, oh, it must be lovely. You're just making cakes, like in your kitchen at home all the time. But that's what you think. It's not just that. There's so much more to it and it, it is really hard work. And obviously when you're self-employed, you don't get holiday pay. Nope. You don't get sick pay. So if you've got anything going on in your personal life and you're having a bad day, it's tough. Mm. You, you can't get someone to cover for you. You can't bring in sick. You've just got to carry on. And that can be really, really hard. That's
0: the harsh reality yeah. of it. Like yeah. you say, there's no somebody else to go, oh, can you can you sort 300 cheesecakes out for us yeah. or whatever? You're, you've got to make it work. And sometimes, I don't know if you've experienced have you ever had to say no? because life's got in the way.
1: I've never said no. I've had to make slight changes, for example. So I had a really, really awful year last year in my personal life. And there was days where I just thought, I can't do this today. Mm. But then you've just got to pull yourself together and say, "I'm, I'm gonna get it done for you. I might be an hour late um but i will make sure that you've you've got it
0: hmm.
1: um obviously with weddings it's a bit different because you are stuck to a time if it's just a birthday cake or something you know a lot of customers are quite flexible oh no yeah. problem i'll just pick it up an hour later whatever yeah. it might yeah. be but when you know you've got to be at somewhere at a certain time even if you are having a bad day you've just got to do it because i couldn't deal with the guilt of letting someone i was just going to ask you yeah. because
0: if it was me my conscience would take over yeah and I know like friends, family have be like, just have a day off. I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. I can't have a day off because I've got to deliver for and this person. And you can't,
1: you know, ring the bride on a wedding day and be like, I'm having a bad day today. So, you know, I'm going to be late. Like, that's just not an <laughs> There's option. There's a guarantee she's going to
0: make it a <laughs> exactly. damn sight worse. Exactly, so it's easy
1: for me to just <laughs> pull myself together and get on with yeah. it. So. Um, but, you know, it, it can be really difficult sometimes. It really can.
0: But. So this leads me on to, we've talked about the highs. We've mm-hmm. talked about the difficulties. Mm-hmm. Blue sky thinking, who would your dream customer be? Or, you can do both, you can answer both. Dream customer and dream make. Okay. For them or not for them.
1: So, dream customer, are we talking like celebrity? Are we talking- (laughs) Anybody
0: you want? Maybe somebody who's alive would be a good start. Well,
1: I mean, if Beyonce ate cake, I'd- (laughs) make her one but i
0: mean maybe it'd have to be like gluten-free dairy-free yeah Yeah. zero
1: calorie (laughs) (laughs) a cake made out of lettuce (laughs) um but um obviously i'd give i'd love mary berry to sample one (gasps) and see what she thought mary
0: we need you
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you want to try some hit me up
0: (laughs) you can find me at (laughs) we'll get Um, that bit mary
1: but yeah i do like i said i love the corporate corporate customers Mm. because you kind of know you know what you're getting and They're quite organised most of the time. So they'll give you notice, you know, exactly how many you're making, you know exactly what you're making. And it's just normally, say, like 200 of the same thing. Mm. So it's quite nice to just know what you're doing.
0: What's the hardest thing to make or that you've had to make?
1: The hardest thing... Or most challenging? The hardest thing is definitely wedding cakes Mm. when it's warm. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so transporting them so obviously last week I was taking wedding cakes through to Windermere when it was like 30 degrees mm. aircon on full it's still warm yeah, it's yeah. not fridge temperature in your car so that is that is quite difficult so maybe in the future I will have to look into getting like a refrigerated van um, or something, or something. Yeah. Uh, just to make it less stressful um, and obviously there's times where things pull out in front of you on the road okay. and you've got to <laughs> brake. and I'm stop. just like I'm thinking oh my god the cake the cake the cake but it's <laughs> You know, there's been times where the top tier has fallen off in the car and I have to just get to the venue.
0: Do you take a little repair kit with you? Yeah, Yeah. I've got like a little
1: tub of buttercream spatula and I just kind
0: of... Little dowels and stuff. Put it all back together. For those those of you that don't know um, or haven't been to Cumbria, our infrastructure is, um, what was the word I could use? Challenging at the best of times. (laughs) There isn't many straight roads and the roads that we do have in the lakes are... um, in need of a bit of a spruce mm-hmm. up. Yes. So when Amber says it's challenging sometimes at these venues, think about being on a roller coaster uh, yeah. and especially in winter, you might not get oh, to yeah. the venue. Yeah. It's it'll be difficult, closed. yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. I've had to detour, I've had to go over mountain passes. You know, just to get the case. Sometimes where it you're just
0: be. like, I need a helicopter. Yeah, I, know. I need something a bit more. <laughs> I need to
1: get in touch with someone who owns a helicopter just so they can help me out when times get hard. These
0: ven- <laughs> we will just have to up the venue and they'll have somebody who's I'll got have, a helicopter. they have a helipad. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I needed your um, transportation. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself in maybe 12 months' time or five years' time? with the business what's the kind of the dream kind of future so
1: I think at some point I would like to have a premises of some kind mm-hmm. so that I can fully separate like home life from work life yeah because I work from home sometimes there isn't much of an escape mm-hmm. obviously in my current house I do have two kitchens so I can kind of close the door and walk away but you are still in the same building yeah so it would be nice to have a separate workplace so that I can do all my work there and then i can go home and home's just home that would be really nice um i have thought about you know a potential shop of some kind mm-hmm. um so you know if i continue in the way i am that might be you know where i'm at in five years time which would be really nice um i don't know if i'd be able to ever take like a step back i
0: oh is that if you like were to yeah, employ somebody yeah
1: i think i'd still want to be very much involved because I've literally started this from Yeah, nothing. it's your baby, isn't it? Yeah, with no knowledge, not really know, knowing what I'm doing um, until, obviously, you know, I started with TAG and, mm. you know, I was able to get advice and, you know, more opportunities. Um, without them, I wouldn't have a lot of the business I've got now. So um, it would be nice, you know, in five years' time, if I could have my own premises, knowing that I started from very little um, and I've got it to, to that stage, that would be the dream.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so... To kind of summarise everything, if there's somebody out there listening now Mm -hmm. or watching, because I keep forgetting that we are videoing as well, (laughs) what advice would you give them in terms of um, working with Teg?
1: So Teg is generally just a massive confidence boost and it is it's very like, it's like a family. It's, it's you know, the, they're there for you whenever you need them. Like, I know I can message Jenny at any point and she'll reply <laughs> within the hour, um, you know. And even on a more personal level, you know, if you've got stuff going on at home and you think, how do I, how do I deal with this whilst running my business? Having that advice is just, you know, second to none. Um, the opportunities that I've got from it have been absolutely amazing. And it's, you know, it's been a massive free marketing platform for me. You know, if I hadn't started doing this, I wouldn't have got half of the, the opportunities that I've had. I wouldn't have met all the people that I've met. Um, I wouldn't have been in touch with all these different businesses now. I've got quite a lot lined up over the next couple of months that has come from things that I've done from with yeah. Teg. Um, so it's 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 honestly, it's, it's changed my business because it's gone from, you know, a couple of orders a week yeah to these huge corporate orders um that are what is keeping me afloat so yeah. I, I can't thank Teg enough really
0: well there you go <laughs> what a perfect way to <laughs> say thank you <laughs> <laughs> well Amber it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you and from not knowing an awful lot about how your business evolved how it started I now feel that if you ever, if Jenny's ever aware that I can be second work yes. mum if I yes. need to be, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got your number now. There's yeah, no escaping. she's got me in the
0: book. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having and me last thing that because we all want to know Mm -hmm. how do we find you how do we get hold of you if we need a cake
1: so i'm on facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. and so it's just love at first bite by amber on both platforms Um, and from there you can either direct message me through those sites or my mobile number and my email address are on there as
0: well excellent short and simple well thank you very much and we'll we'll see you next time
1: A Liquid Studios production.